finally, finally doing this shit. I'm on live. This is Kyle Means, editorial director of WeAreWeGoRadio.com, War Media, The Empire on the Rise and all that. But uh, yeah, I'm going live. Like I said, I would earlier today. That was me who put out that post. So, um, uh, yeah, that's what I'm doing. I decided to be on CP time. I really tried not to, but uh, my fucking phone, man. My phone is flatlining. I got to get a new one, and I'm going to likely do that tomorrow. I was going to maybe put it off previously, like a week or so. I was going to do that but uh yeah I might do that tomorrow which would probably be interesting given that maybe half the the uh half the stores in the city then got broken into I should have did that shit yesterday apparently but that's the way it goes but I'm not tripping and I'm not a looter you know no judgment but I'm not so I'll get my shit legally and uh, see how I go tomorrow. Maybe we could that'd be something I talk about tomorrow. But uh, yeah, my phone I got, the phone that I'm eventually doing this on now, thankfully, it's been a good phone and I appreciate it. But uh, now you've been, it's been giving me too much shit lately, man. I can't, can't do what I've been doing. But uh, yeah, hopefully somebody, hopefully one of y'all will come on soon if you won't. You know, we'll, we'll see if it'll be more of an interaction tomorrow. I am doing this for interaction. I want to see and hear how people are doing right now at this uh, harrowing time. Uh, you know, be, it, be they my friends or you know, colleagues or, you know, people who I don't even know. I'm glad to make get to know new people during doing this as well. This is a kind of endeavor that I wanted to go on throughout this uh, time of uh, we the epidemic time that we've been living in. Uh, you know, but for various reasons, I just sort of not, didn't go ahead and do it. God, I hope this thing cut off. Okay, let's see. And it did cut off. <laughs> oh, this phone. Yes. Yeah, this phone cut off. Well, you can hear this on Regal. Hear this. Uh, I've been recording this for a war on Anchor. And I'll explain that once I get back on to IG so the IG people will hear that in, in a minute I guess they'll still wind up hearing it before you do if you haven't listened to the IG but uh yeah just the phone is shitty <laughs> it cut off on me on IG so I'm not live I have to get back on live and basically nobody's gonna be interacting with me on this first session I understand that and uh I really wish the phone would have given me more of a sign that it was going to 
crap out on me earlier today. It really did it just after I, uh, yeah, right after I made the announcement that I was going to do this tonight. Then it started just, I can't, I couldn't even keep my, uh, my apps open that my app open that I listen to podcasts on podcast Republic shout out. You can listen to a war on anchor on that as well. If you do that, if you're, if you're team Android, like I am, but, uh, yeah, uh, fucking that shit was crapping out on me. Just playing podcasts and, uh, yeah, back on live on IG and uh at, um i don't know if what I, mean, I don't have to explain anything none of y'all were in the, the last session when i was on but uh i'm recording this uh for our podcast platform to war on anchor you can follow War on anchor of course uh at anchor anchor.fm slash regal dash radio uh that's where you know the easiest way to get our stuff and um but no that's a host we're also hosted on basically all the major uh podcast platforms spotify google apple and on and on Uh, you know whatever your favorite one is we're likely on there so just search we are regal radio or war on anchor and you should be able to find us but uh yeah i'm recording these sessions as well for that and they'll be on on that if you miss anything uh miss any time that i'm live um i hope to make this worth <laughs> checking out uh for the rest of the week and or, you know have a longer i do it you know, maybe i'll do it longer than this week but uh oh god this is so bad he likes cut on off, off on me again <laughs> so you podcast audience get to hear me go through this frustration again. I'm not about to do this again. I'm going to do it like one more time and cut off. This is this will be a short session. But uh, yeah, I think, I think more people probably. I just saw that Tony is on with Joe Ostrowski on 670 to score. More people, I'm sure in our circle are probably listening to that right now which would be to their benefit because I'm not offering much right now but again I got to blame it on the phone I'm sorry but uh yeah just thanks for riding with me if you are and if you uh say if you're listening to this definitely uh follow us if you aren't already and uh, you know keep sharing us and sharing uh checking out our stuff what we do on the site our writing and stuff uh we got some you know, really proud of my guys who are co- contributing to us right now. Uh, I think we got great contributors. And uh, shout out to my man, Drew Stevens, who's just gotten, he's been the newest member of the team. He, he has a piece up, uh, his response to the uh, George Floyd. You know, this is prior to us, uh, the uprising in, over the weekend. So it's a little dated as of now. It doesn't talk about that, but he he responds very well. I, I say to what happened initially with Floyd and the officer that sparked off everything that everyone's 
uh, since reacted to. So, uh, you know, feel free to read that. And uh, all our other stuff that we do, our lighter stuff, of course, on sports and culture and all that. And, um, try to give you more of that throughout the weeks. And, you know, you, we'll be a distraction, a willing distraction for y'all if you need it. Something to get your mind off of things when you need it. And, uh, but we'll also come through with real shit when you need it as well. So it's, uh, that's what I, that's the type of platform I want. Uh, and that's the one I'm always going to promote when, uh, and keep, uh, keep going you know, as long as I can. And, uh, this is very disappointing. But, uh, the IG stuff, like I said, but, uh, yeah, just, I said, this is going to be a short session. I, uh, no, I had, I have a lot to say. It's like, where do I start? But, um, you know, maybe I'll get more into that tomorrow, but just reacting to the weekend and stuff. But, you know, yesterday I was out, the, I was actually out, uh, and about more than I would be on most days right now. I got, I had to make a trip to Calumet City to see my, uh, my grandfather and his wife um, is, uh, you know, married uh, after my grandmother died, and uh, and his wife he married after my grandmother died. <laughs> Just to make sure that's, that gets across. But uh, yeah, his, uh, you know, saw them out in Cal City. Uh, they are mourning the loss of uh, uh, her son, uh, Wayne. Shout out. Wayne, this is uh, this first session is dedicated to him. He died uh, due to the virus, the COVID nineteen. He was on a respirator for about a month, and um, you know, he's a good guy. You know, loved his family and everything, and he's uh, you know, just sick that he has to go out at an early age, like you know, like he's going out just because. Uh, you know of this this COVID nineteen mess and it's not being contained when it you know in a lot of ways it could have been contained I believe by our government but uh you know that's a, another discussion maybe we'll have that discussion this week as well but uh the I think the real tragic thing too about that part of my family is that you know my you know, it's, it's wild. My my grandpa's been married to uh, his wife, his current wife, for about twenty five years now. He didn't wait long after my grandma died because my grandma died in early ninety five. I was eleven, so uh, yeah, within that year, he was sort of shacked up again with this woman, and it took a little while to, you know, uh, it was some adjusting was was needed. But uh, you know, he's he's my grandpa. He took care of me when I was a baby, and I'm not his blood. I'm actually his step grandson because my blood grandfather, my mother's father, died before I was born. So this man took care of me like I was his blood for you know, however long for my entire life. So he's the only grandpa I knew, grandpa I've known on that side 
So I rolled with him. I never really had a problem with him marrying again after my grandma. And, you know, time goes on. You get to know these new people in your life. And one of them was a guy named Lonnie, her son, you know, Robbie's son, and the younger brother of Wayne, who is now passed. And Lonnie was, uh, he was only a couple years older than me. But he was like my step uncle. <laughs> he was he went to high school with me and stuff. So it was more like a big cousin or even a big brother situation, because I was always a guy when I was young who I was prone to you know, kind of wanting in some ways that big brother or little brother relationships because I didn't have a brother. I've never had a brother. And um, you know. Lonnie sort of fit in that way, fit in my life for me that way, and he did it pretty quickly. He <laughs> he was a cooler guy than me. He he was, um, you know, he was just he was better at everything, and he he could handle me physically in a way that not many of my peers could. So it was like, you know. I just had to respect dude and you know he was fam and I loved him and you know by I think it was my sophomore year at SIU I went away to school you know I got a call one night that he had died in police custody and um he got locked up in the jail I forgot what a town, a county, or whatever. But it was nearby Chicago. It wasn't far. And um, something happened or other, and he, like, he was in the jail, and he died in the jail. And that, it's just one of those moments that live with you for so much longer past. It lives with you for the rest of your life. And as a black person, as a black man, you, you know, you feel a certain, it's a, it's like a specter, you know, it, it haunts you. And, you know, those, this is, you know, I've lived life, I've been around long enough, I can remember Rodney King, I can remember a lot of stories and things, you know, I come from a, the town, the the person, you know, I come from Margo, Illinois, Summit, just outside the city. And so much of us, of what, of how we're raised out there comes from, uh, you know, the, the elders, what they pushed on us was, you know, they, the Emmett Till story that was big, as big in, in, in our town and our part of town because, uh, Wheeler Parker, one of our, our most respected citizens in uh, and, and Argo and uh, pastor, you know, businessman and all that. First man to cut my hair. He, uh, you know, he was, you know, you look up the Emmett Till story, you recognize that name, Wheeler Parker. He went down, he was Emmett's cousin and he went down to uh, Mississippi with him on that faithful trip. He was there when the white men broke into the house and snatched them up and eventually, you know, when them, took them out to eventually kill them. 
And, uh, you know, knowing you come up, when you come up as a kid and people and your, and your elders make sure that you know these stories and these things like that, you you know, you have a sense of, of knowing that black life isn't treated the same way as, as other lives in this country. And that, you know, there's, there's always a chance for something going, turning left for no reason that you can control, for no reason that you can foresee going out that day. You, you know, something could happen that could make you lose your life easily, you know? And, yeah, when Lonnie died, it just hammered that home because it's the closest person I've known who fell that, who befell that fate, you know. And you know, I, I just I've thought of that a lot. You think about I think about that every time now. This you know, you get a, a black person who dies at the hands of police. I have to think of it every time now and go through those emotions. And it's just hard. And to have his brother now die because of COVID at the same time, it's, it's, it's rough, man. It's been the end, you know, it, it truncates, no, not truncates, but uh, punctuates, I should say, a uh, very rough week. All right, I'm back live on IG now, <laughs> thankfully. I won't be here long because my phone is shitty and I'm getting a new one tomorrow. So hopefully this will go better tomorrow. But uh, I've just gone into quite a bit of stuff. Uh, I'm speaking in, into Anchor. Uh, so this will be this is being recorded for Anchor FM. And uh, if you want to hear me get into some things personally, uh you can uh, hear that on Anchor pretty soon. But uh, I was just going into motivations for doing this, talking um, and talking to y'all, talking to myself. <laughs> it's kind of what I'm doing now. But like so I'm doing this as much for myself as I am doing it to interact and gain you know, gaining information and perspective from y'all, connection. More, I get connection. I would say more than anything. I, I just want to reconnect, or, you know, initially connect with as many people as possible. And I want you guys to have a platform to uh, let out feelings, thoughts, emotions, whatever statements. You know, just want to let you know that I'm here and and. Uh, we are Regal Radio is here for y'all, and um, you know we'll try to make this work a little better in the coming days. But uh, as a uh, as I get a uh, you know I got into my personal motivations and what happened to me in the past twenty four hours, uh, I spoke you know, to the mic here. Is is the mic? Uh, and into oh boy, this, it went out again. Everything's going out on me. I know anchoring going out, but it looks like for the last once again, 
IG is going out. So I'm just going to leave IG alone. And uh, it just finish this up here with you. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I went out to Cal City. Uh, said, uh, you know, gave, gave out the love and support there. And uh, was able to see, because I went to Cal City, I was, went by River Oaks back and forth. Uh, with my revolt saw how that was affected by everything I wasn't there when people actually was running through there uh, by the time I got there I was on the way back and people you know police had locked everything up down all the entrances they were taking up all the entrances so, but it, uh, you know you saw the streets you saw you see the streets blocked off and everything on torrents you know police in the middle of the street and everything and uh, shit, it's, it's wild, man. You know, I did, you know, just this whole thing and, and how it went left. You know, like I said, uh, how easy it is for a black life to change. You know, our whole lives are seemingly changing in the same way. But it's not random and it's not nothing that we couldn't predict. You know, this was a long time coming. And, you know, I think every generation, I think you can look back, every generation sort of has their moments like this. And, but, you know, our generation, but our generation is really taking it back to probably the, the most harrowing time previously thought in American history, though, like the 60s and stuff, the late 60s in particular, when we were losing leaders at the turn people who really you know really america really did think was going to change the course of the country you know uh a lot of people were afraid of that but a lot of people were hopeful of that too that people like dr king and the kennedys and malcolm x and others at medgar evers medgar evers would uh you know make things better for people they all got wiped out so now we live in a society where, you know, nothing is sacred. No beings are looked at as sacred. Black people still don't have respect and the value for our lives that we fought for for hundreds of years. And, you know, it's when you instill that upon a people for hundreds of years. And when you keep telling people showing people I would say better and telling them that you know they don't matter in the grand scheme of things then that grand scheme is going to get broken down and looted <laughs> it's going to get fucked up because people are, you know people are sick of the way things are they they're gonna make sure that change happens one way or another. It's not not about not gonna be about waiting anymore. It's not gonna be about voting. Eh, motherfuckers are, are ready to put that black steel in their hands, like like uh, Public Enemy did. I was listening to that song last night, man. That song is so dope. Black Steel, the Hour of Chaos. But uh. I might play that at the end of this. But, uh, yeah, it's 
there's a lot of things that you know like I identify with and I there's nothing that I don't identify with and I'm I'm not hip to I'm not intelligent about what's going on but I still have a level of disappointment because but because you know just being a student of history you see how things are liable to repeat themselves again and I'm just afraid that you know maybe we have maybe this was the statement was set and it got across and maybe you know it's still up in the air that the the cop that the killer cop uh showman or whatever uh, how you pronounce that up in Minnesota maybe he's gonna get locked up for the rest of his life maybe those other three cops who didn't do nothing stood and didn't do nothing Maybe they're gonna get locked up for a discriminate amount of time as well. Hopefully, whether they do or don't, though, are the systems in place? Are the machinations being made that are going to keep cops from doing this again? We've already seen cops being reckless in response to the through the protests. Whether people are protesting the buck. Actually, you have a better chance of not being touched and not having anything bad happen to you if you loot than if you peaceably protest. The people who are peaceably protesting are getting knocked upside the head, are getting shot with rubber bullets, are getting thrown down on the ground and pepper sprayed, maced, whatever, having fucking trucks ran into them. Other vehicles, damn semis running through people on the interstate in, in Minnesota. That's if you're peaceful. So it's, it's, it makes, you know, it's not, it's, it's, it doesn't take much to think about why you'd rather go out there. If you're going to go out, just go out and, and be uh, opportunistic and take advantage of the of crime that's going on right now. Because really, and this is where, I wish people just were more willing to say, okay, they're, they're playing us here. They're setting us up for the okie doke again. You know, when you have stores like on 35th Street here in Chicago that are in literally in the shadow of a large police dish, uh, precinct station, they're being broken into and, you know, Eyewitness reports show say that the police aren't doing anything. They're standing there watching you do this shit. Why? There's a reason why they're not letting. They're not engaging with you. They don't want the trouble, of course. They don't want to be caught on film doing something, you know. But they are, you know. But they also don't care if you fucking destroy your own community. They're willing to. They're willing to let. They're willing to take that L. You know, if you were destroying their community or anything close to their community, we've seen a response to that. That's what got downtown locked up. Downtown is locked up now. The city of Chicago, nobody can go there because people brought it, brought the fight down there. And at that time, I was like, yeah, go ahead, do that. It's better than what we've done before. But they did that consciously so that 
they left people to either destroy their own neighborhoods or just don't protest as much. And I'm glad to see that people are protesting again today. I think if you just go out there and walk around and do and, you know, go out there, I'm going to say walk around as if it's not. Go out there, form in mass and be direct and, you know, and like I say, march, do your thing. Show out numbers, show that we're not, we're not done with this. You know, if you do that, they'll let you walk around around any block in the city. But destroying your own stuff, wreaking havoc in your own communities, on your own, on the blocks that you live, that you got to come back to at the end of the night. All it does is make you have to clean up a bunch of shit the next day. And I've seen that throughout the day, riding around much of the South Side. And thank, thankful that so many people are willing to help clean up. But, uh, you know, we don't have to be doing this. We really don't. We shouldn't have had to. And there's a lot of reasons why we didn't, why, we, why we're going through this again. And I guess we'll be going through them over this next week. Hit me back. So, you know, check us out. Like I said, I'll be, I try to have my hardware working better um, for tomorrow. And I think I'll have, uh, I'll have uh, some good stuff tomorrow. I'm looking to talk to someone actually who was uh, up in Minnesota, who's from there, a native. And uh, or not a native, I should say. I'm not sure, but they they've been up there and they actually knew George Floyd. So uh, that's a discussion that I'm gonna have. It's gonna be available on Anchor. It won't be available for this session for tomorrow's session, but I I'll probably go into my discussion that I have there. Uh, that's gonna be right after. It's gonna be right before I do the session. So uh, I'm going to go into that and just uh, keep checking us out, like I said, and uh, you know, keep fighting. Try to help uh, help others as much as you can. If you can donate uh, to cleanup efforts, to supporting small businesses, uh, to black folk in general. Remember COVID stuff that's going on, people on the front lines, whatever. You know, just try to be productive, man. Try to be productive. Try to be understanding and thoughtful and empathetic. Just do those, do those things. Don't be an asshole, man. Don't be like, you know, just don't alienate people anymore. This is what got us in the situation we're in the now. Cause that so many people in this country and this society don't act like they don't understand what, uh, how others suffer when it's so plain daily is so plain how people are suffering out here and how black people have suffered at the hands of this system and, and you know but it's, there's still there's some people who just don't want to admit it for whatever reason because they don't it cuts undercuts the idea that America is great America isn't great it's never been great and it's not ever going to live up to us. It's, it's going to fall as an empire before it ever 
lives it ever truly lives up to its potential because it still hasn't found a way to treat black people right and that's got to stop so uh, that's it for now uh i'm calling this the wartime session i I put out put that hashtag out wartime because it's a war going on outside no man is safe for prodigy said it best and uh you're just gonna continue fighting till there's no fight to be had whether the fight is gone from us or the fight is gone in general all right i'll holler at y'all